0: final hour of the Bill Michaels show getting underway. We're glad you're with us. Got some Aaron Rodgers for you. Remember Jay Cutler? Sure we do, right? Remember Jay Cutler? Um, recently Brian Erlacher spoke out regarding Jay Cutler and, um, He started off kind of talking about the Bears' 2010 season. That's when they lost to the Packers in the NFC Championship game, when they went 11-5 and in the regular season. And remember, Jay Cutler left the NFC Championship game in the second quarter with a knee injury. Brian Urlacher came to his defense. Quote, he, meaning Jay Cutler, tore his MCL in the second quarter, kept trying to play. The media said he just copped out because we were getting beat. Urlacher admitted to Cutler's toughness as a player. He backed up the validity of Cutler's absence during the NFC Championship game in 2010 and referenced a game following that season when Cutler played with a dislocated thumb. He said, "Jay's tough. I don't care what anybody says." Cutler played 8 seasons with seasons with the Bears, 2009 through 2016. The franchise's leading passer in completions, yards, and touchdowns. Think about that. When you talk about those reference points in history of the Chicago Bears, their number one guy is Jay Cutler. He uh, got one Pro Bowl nod back in 2008 with the Broncos. Two seasons after the Bears made it to the NFC Championship game, they went 10-6 and in the regular season. And newly hired general manager Phil Emery then turned around and fired Lovie Smith. Erlocker said, I don't like the how they handled it. They fired our GM the year before. And I don't see how the F you fire Lovey after going 10-6. and six. Minnesota decides to beat Green Bay on the last game of the year, and they haven't beaten Green Bay in like five years, he said. They beat Green Bay, knocked us out of the playoffs, and then they fire Lovey? And I was like, what the F are y'all doing? The Bears' best record after they fired Lovey Smith came the next season with the new head coach, Mark Tressman. He led the squad to an 8-8 eight and eight record. Tressman then fired in 2014 along with Phil Emery. The Bears didn't win 10-plus games in the regular season until 2018 when then-head coach Matt Nagy and new general manager Ryan Pace led them to a 12-4 and record and a first-round playoff loss. who they lose that game to, Ben?
1: Are you talking about the Bears? I'm sorry, I missed the last part of it. Yeah.
0: Uh, the uh, the in 2018, oh. the Bears went 12 and four, and that was the game in which yeah that'll be Nick Foles and the double doink, the double doink, the double doink. After Lubby, they had uh, a hard time winning games. Erlocker said, but Erlocker attesting to the toughness, saying the media got it wrong. Jay Cutler is effing tough. I don't know if I buy all of that or if he's just being a good teammate, but. Okay.
1: I thought okay. when you mentioned Jake Cutler, you were going to talk about his victory in the Celebrity Pro Am Cornhole Tournament on the 4th of July. No. Which is what he's up to no. these days. No, because I could give two dams about that. <laughs> he's pretty good. I watched it.
0: Okay. Did he go down with a knee injury?
1: No. Just checking. Uh, <clears throat> just checking. No, they were talking about him playing hurt, though. Okay. <laughs>
0: ah, there you have it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh Apparently, Aaron Rodgers uh, does admit that there's going to be quote some growing pains uh, about the uh, the offense. I don't know what uh, how how long those growing pains will persist. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers saying that the the defense he's pretty excited about, the growing pains of the offense, we'll have to wait and see. Um, So, that being said, there you go. Um, So, anyway, Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. What else did he have to say, Ben? Because I didn't get a chance to listen to it, obviously.
1: Nothing of note. There was a little piece of breaking news, though. Uh, he has been in Hungary over the last couple weeks. Why did I know that? Oh no no no!
0: We last we saw he was in Switzerland. Yes, with the watch company.
1: There was also I mean, what, what, was, some what was he break- in hungry for? Oh, I, he was talking about exploring the world's old dynasties. Oh geez. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Uh, we also learned that the watch brand is named Zenith, not Zenith contrary okay. to popular belief. And yeah, right. he also said that people shouldn't talk about the players while uh, before they put shoulder pads on. He told everyone to take mm-hmm. deep breaths before they crush guys. Right.
0: I understand that. You know, it's like uh what was I reading uh ESPN, it said that uh, there's a whole bubble list of players likely to be cut before the season gets underway and one of those players was listed as Sammy Watkins. And I'm like I I don't think so. <laughs> I think Sammy Watkins actually, uh, you know, knock on wood, he doesn't end up with an injury. I think Sammy Watkins can actually be a terrific player for Green Bay. First of all, he's got a working knowledge with one of the coaches who was with the Buffalo staff at the time he was there. Vrabel and him were both in Buffalo. Uh, So he's already got a working relationship in that sense. And then, obviously, he wants to play with Aaron Rodgers. That was stated. He's looking at this as a, a, a possible contract rejuvenation for him in the long run. So he wants to perform well. He, he's glad to have a quarterback that can put the ball on a, on a string and, and put it in his bread basket. He maybe statistically, I don't know if he's ever going to have his best year, but he can have this bounce-back year where people go, okay, Sammy's not done. So there's money attached to this. I I think, barring injury, I think Sammy Watkins is in for a hell of a year. So I'm not going in the ESPN direction of Sammy Watkins is going to be cut unless he's a complete, physical, dismal failure. That's the only way it doesn't work out. Other than that, I think Sammy Watkins uh, plays a key role in whatever this team does offensively.
1: What what else did Roger say? Anything? No, that's really it. He said the three young wide receivers – And I'm going through the audio, but there was a little bit of profanity. He said the three young wide receivers should trust the veterans, but physically they do look the part, as in fitting in.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They should trust the veterans. In other words, listen to my guy Randall Cobb, because I'm not there to teach you. Is that what you would glean from from that statement?
1: It's pretty close. Okay.
0: There you go. We'll have more of Aaron Rodgers coming up. In the meantime... Another Packers quarterback, former Packers quarterback, Brett Favre, uh, has, when asked, stated that, you know, we hear about Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's getting uh, $18 billion uh, to go into the Fox booth. So now he becomes a little bit more higher paid than his wife. Um, Other players, former players, have gone into the broadcast booth and made a lot of money, Troy Aikman being one of them, obviously. Tony Romo, obviously. Uh, would Brett Favre have an interest of going into the broadcast booth and becoming quote an analyst? Here's what Favre had to say.
2: I, I guess my country accent cuts me out, uh, you know. Uh, the all shucks mentality. No, I, you know, I'm I'm good. You know, I I've made great money. I'm, I'm very thankful. Uh, if someone offered me a job to to do Monday night or Thursday night football or and it would, would be a great deal. I would consider it, but it, it's not on my bucket list of things to do.
0: There you go. He's made great money. Uh the joke then is, where did he make it? Was it from, you know, his playing career or off of the state of Mississippi? Uh, but he has made great money. I don't think it's the golly gee all shucks mentality. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't think it's that. Uh, I think it's what you just heard right there. It is the putting the words together descriptiveness is not something that flows relatively easy. And honestly, I think Favre would demand and command a lot of money up front, and that might be money that some places are not willing to, to give up right away. Um, I, I think that as well. So, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Want to find us? Do it, do it. Hey, um, I I I've known this for a while. Uh, for those of you that like the Tomahawk Fall Ride uh, up in Tomahawk, Wisconsin, coming up in September, I've known this for a while, but it's all out there and it's official now. Uh, I knew from Jesse and the and the guys at Jackal. But now it's been made uh, official from uh, from the gangs at, at Bonnie and Clyde Gangster Park. Uh, coming up that Saturday night, September seventeenth. Saturday night, September seventeenth. Uh, Jackal and Bobby Friss, Jackal three to six is the Bobby Friss band. Jackal comes up uh, and plays later that night, seven to eight thirty. So, which is going to be just a, a banner night up there in uh, Tomahawk, Wisconsin. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, hopefully, the weather is good for that. But if you are heading up, uh, get your uh, get your tickets now to Gangsters Park, because that is going to be a blowout bash for a uh, Jacko Bobby Frisband band coming up on uh, Saturday night, September seventeenth, for the Tomahawk Fall Ride uh, at Gangsters Park. Looking forward to it a lot. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Rick says Favre did some college radio and was not great. His statements uh, were a little bit too much. Um, Jeff says, uh, far would be a great NASCAR announcer with the Southern accent. I look, I don't mind the Southern. I think the Southern accent adds a bit of likability and charm to a broadcast. I do. I don't care about it. You know, we hear from Marty Stewart all the time when it comes to NASCAR or others for that matter. I don't mind it. Not at all. That's not it. It's the ability to string words and sentences together to very quickly be able to paint a picture of what it is that is about to happen or what just happened. That's what that is. And Favre speaks deliberately, sometimes slowly, and sometimes scattered. Do I think that he knows it? Of course he knows it. He can look at it and know it. He was was very good that way. He was very good that way. Is he a wordsmith savant like, we'll say, Rodgers is? Or the way Tony Romo came out of the chute, firing on all cylinders? Uh, I don't don't necessarily think so. I think Favre got it done in a different way. Favre got it done with sheer will. He got it done with strength of arm. He got it done with tenacity. You know, I, I, I just... I, I just think there's a he's a different quarterback mentally there. And I'm not saying he's dumb, because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that the ability to string the words together to become a color analyst, that's that's a difficult task. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody can do it. I think some of the former players that currently do it are, are that are the high end guys are really good at it. So doesn't mean I wouldn't mind hearing Favre in a broadcast booth. I, the one thing I I would not want to hear. I would never want to hear Favre in a broadcast booth and have him struggle, or sound bad. That's all. And, and Rick, you're right. I mean, the press conferences. Brett Favre. It was it was always funny because you would there would a list of questions you'd go in to ask Favre. You want to know this, you want to know that, you want you know whatever, and you would start to ask your question, and you would ask one question, and Far would basically conduct a press conference with himself, the rest of the presser. He would talk about just whatever. He'd ask himself questions, and you know, do I think this? Sure, I do, and then he'd go on and talk about it. Do I feel like I should do this? I sure I do, and no, I shouldn't do. No, you know. and he would just go on. And you're like, wait, wait, what? We'd ask two questions, and an hour later, Favre's done. Last question, please. You know, and that would be it. That would be the end of it. Favre was very, very good at that. Coming back, we're going to hear Aaron Rodgers and some of the things that he had to say on the Pat McAfee show today. This uh, portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pindell, a quality machining manufacturing company right here in the state of Wisconsin. Go to P-I-N-D-E-L.com. That is Pindell.com. Again, pindell dot com and uh, they have not only got a, a great company that you can work with here in the state of wisconsin but great opportunities it can become a career not just a job but a career they're there to help you they want to grow their employees they want to grow their workforce and they want to continue to pay better than everybody else they want to bring you in with good benefits and help you really earn that career and be a part of something so go to pindel p-i-n-d-e-l dot com that is pindel dot com again pindel dot com more of the bill michael show coming up next This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back! We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up here in just a moment. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hey, uh had a great time this past uh, this past f- uh, 4th of July, really, 3rd. Uh, stopped over. Boy, they had a, a big, big turnout at Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water. Smoke on the Water more so than anything over on Okachi Lake to see the fireworks go off. But what a great venue now. They have opened up that downstairs at Smoke on the Water on Okachi. It's right on Wisconsin Avenue, the old bayside. Oh, Joe and Ellen Hennis have done a fantastic job. But Joe... Got a hold of me and said, because I, I had texted him, I said, man, what a great looking place. Holy mackerel. It looks great from the lake. It looks great from the water. He said, Bill, we need help. He said, it's just, I don't know where all the workforce went, but we need servers. We need bartenders. We need cooks. Anybody looking for a job. He just he, he, they're, they're, they're relying on friends and family and people that have college kids, high school kids. But they're, they're like, look, we're paying top dollar for these people. And you, you can't get anybody to even work. Uh, I said, you know what, we'll get the word out. So if you're looking for something, uh, there you go. That's our friend at uh, Joe and Ellen Hennis over there at Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water, both places. Sloppy Joe's a little more established. Smoke on the Water, great place to work, Uh, a lot of fun, great environment, lake country. Why not head out there and uh, say hi to Joe and Ellen and tell them we said howdy. Good stuff. So Aaron Rodgers talks about the young wide receiving core that the Green Bay Packers
2: currently have. Yeah, deep breaths. It's important for everybody involved. Deep, deep breaths. There's a lot of people in football, can't just be our team, that love to crown or obliterate players without pads on. This guy is going to be the greatest thing ever in shorts and a helmet. This guy sucks, can't play at all, he's terrible, won't make the team. Every year there's opinions that start coming out about players in, in helmets, and, and shorts. And I would just say, let's just everybody take a nice, deep, long breath and trust the training camp time that we have. Trust the coaching staff. Trust the relationships that will be formed and continue to be formed. Trust the guys in the room like Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins to help these young guys out. Um, physically, though, they definitely looked apart. They definitely looked apart, all three of them. All three of the guys we drafted, all uh, you know, have have physical gifts. Obviously, the top two picks are uh, uh, bigger, um, Dobbs and Watson. But uh, but the seventh round pick got a lot of stuff to him. Um, so I, I I think it's going to be great. There's no better teacher for them on what NFL ball is going to be like than going against our three corners, our top three corners, Jair, Eric Stokes, and obviously Rasul. Um, so those guys are a real quick initiation to the NFL, and I was joking with uh, uh, with a couple of my buddies um, on the squad and and uh, and in the personnel department and, and training room, and I said, "Could be a long training camp for the offense." Uh, I like the way our defense is, is looking and playing, and and just on paper, it, it looks like they're going to be pretty formidable. So it could be could be some growing pains for the offense, which would be great for us. It'd be nice to. Uh, to, to take our lumps uh, from time to time, and I think it'll help us, uh, you know, get better and and uh, and you know, facing a um, really good defense like
0: that. So there you go, Aaron Rodgers saying, "Look, we're going to take some lumps." Now, what you have to hope for is that you're not taking lumps in the regular season, if that's what he means. Or do you mean that you're going to take some lumps, and it's going to be early on preseason? You're going to have to go through the growing pains early on preseason. And then kind of go from there. Were you getting the sense that he was setting fans up for some failure, Ben? No. My- See, I didn't. I, I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking that, that he was just basically saying, hey, look, it's going to be a little bit of a growing pain here, but uh, just hang in there with us.
1: Yeah, and it makes sense. I think his overall message, obviously you know this answer was very calculated. I think his overall message applies to both us as a public football watching public and himself, with all these rookie wide receivers hinging mm-hmm. on every single catch or every drop through the first, I don't know, half of half of the season, half of the first season of their career is wrong. Like to be patient with them, and he's saying he'll probably have to do that on the field as well, given what he's, you know, what he's got right. at those spots. That's what I took away. He, I, I would agree. I said all along that I thought
0: uh, the Christian Watson pick. Uh, it was interesting, I, and I've said that I thought Romeo Dubs might end up being the better of the two early on. Uh, Rick says he's right about not knowing anything until they play in pads. Angela says uh, he's not wrong about people being quick to judge. Um, I 100% agree. That's what we do. It's it's there. There. This is an opinion based show, so we look at things. And we say, okay, I think this guy's going to be good. This guy might not be. It's what drives talk radio. It's what it's what drives fans. I mean, everybody asks. Each other. So, what do you think of the Packers draft? So, what do you think of Sammy Watkins? So, what do you think of Jaron Reed? You know. So, what do you think of them letting uh, Zedarius go? Yeah, you know, we all talk about it. It's it's the water cooler cooler folly for fodder, I should say, for those of us that have an interest in Packers football. So, we all have a judgment, whether or not we're right or wrong, and willing to admit it one way or the other. That's where all of this comes in. I but you don't crucify the only guy that I said was a bad pick at a bad time was Jordan Love. Jordan Love could end up being an average to above average quarterback. But the ti- at the the timing of that pick will forever sit in the angst and lore of Packer history. It just will. I just you you did not get yourself another Hall of Fame quarterback. That's my belief. So until I'm proven wrong, that's going to be my belief and somewhat my judgment. Yes. I was wrong on uh, Rashawn Gary. But I was right. I was right in the sense that he's not Reggie White, But I and I was right that he was very strong upper body, had a great bull rush. Whether or not that could be sustained in the NFL, I did not know. He's proven me wrong because you can sustain it. Now, you hope he puts another season like that together. So in that sense, absolutely, you'll eat, you'll eat crow on that, without a doubt. I think he's, he's really – and I'm looking forward to seeing him grow again this year because he's done it each and every year he's been in the league. So I'm excited about that. But when it comes to the wide receiving core, you just don't know. The other thing that Aaron did not mention, did not discuss there, is going to be his ability to throw them the ball. Whether or not his brain says, you got to do it. Or does he then find his favorite and lock on him? I think it's a different year. I I, I I think it's a different year. I think um, we are going to find out. This is my subplot to the season. This is my my deep thinking philosophical subplot to the season. Was what was driving the train for Devonte Adams to get balls thrown in his direction? Was it Aaron Rodgers and his comfort and his desire to hit the confident guy? Or was it was it Devontae Adams saying, I need to get the ball, I need to get the ball, I need to get the ball, I need to get the ball. Otherwise, he would not be happy. Every receiver wants the ball, but if you're winning, it's it's all good. You want your stat, you want your money. But we will now see, because if Aaron Rodgers spreads it around to everybody and takes chances and throws it around and everything, then we're gonna say, you know what? Gonna be good to go. Maybe maybe it was Devontae Adams especially when we get to the postseason, you know? Maybe it was. Who knows? Wait and see. 877 867 coming up on Sunday, September 4th. I need you to participate. I need you to come out and support it. And I cannot do it without you. We cannot do it without you. It's the Fisher House ride, motorcycle ride, coming up on Sunday, September 4th. The 15th annual Big Unit Poker Run benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. We leave Milwaukee, Harley, or excuse me, Milwaukee, um, Brewing Company, downtown 9th Street. We head to the Rock Complex, then to Alpine Valley, then into Knucklehead, and then up to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. The first leg of this, completely escorted by the police. And thanks to our friends at Milwaukee County Sheriff's and the Milwaukee Police Department who are going to be a part of this. Uh, Thanks to all of them for helping out. They've been so supportive in the years past. And we can't do it without them either. But we can't have this thing staged and have a great big grand group of people if you don't participate. You can sign up and get pre-registered right now. Follow all the details over at Big Unit Poker Run, Big Unit Poker Run on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Big Unit Poker Run, or go to Face or go to a Fisher House Wisconsin, FisherHouseWI.org, FisherHouseWI.org. Thanks to a lot of our great uh, partners along with us. I already mentioned Milwaukee Brewing. I mentioned our friends. Over at uh, over there at uh, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Thanks to our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. They have been so good. To us. Came forth and said, hey, we want to be there to help you. They're great people. A uh, lot going on down at Pottawatomie as well. They've come up with some nice prizes for us as well. Uh, thanks to Bud Light, who's been with us now for 15 years or, or more on this. But it's our 15th annual poker run on this. They've been there since the beginning. Our friends at Growth Law Firm. Growth, G-R-O-T-H, growthlaw.com. That is growthlaw.com. Protecting Bikers' Rights, been doing it for a long time, and one of the top 20 in the country at doing it, and they're right here in our own backyard. Also at Great Lakes Dragway, uh, which was a, a really hot spot, literally, uh, over the weekend down in Union Grove, Wisconsin, down in Racine, Kenosha, and uh, they had some uh, great drag racing going on down there, and they continue to do it all throughout the drag racing season. And then our newest one, our newest one that came on was Buzzard Billies, out there in lacrosse. and if you're going to be out and about, and support uh, you know, the bikers like we do, support them as well because they're helping us support the veterans. So stop in, give the bartenders, and give the staff over there a high five. Say nice job, and thanks for coming on board and helping our on-site broadcasts and also helping us uh, support the veterans as well. So thanks to Buzzer Billies out in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Kudos to them for coming on board uh, together as well. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. A couple more segments yet to go coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back, Bill Michael Show. We uh, continue on. Couple of segments to go before we get out of here today. Brewers uh, right now in their contest with the Cubs, no score here. Bottom of the second. Keep you up to date on that as uh, we go to get out of here in just a short little bit. Ben, do you do you know what today today is, Bunny? Chance?
1: Does it have, have to no do idea. with the Brewers? No. Oh, it's Wednesday,
0: I think. I know it is Wednesday, July sixth. I didn't know this was even a thing. What is it? Today is National Fried Chicken Day. I just got to, uh, I'm going a little bit, uh, in just a little bit here, I'm going to go pick up uh, the wine. Uh, I'm going to meet uh, the people from Forgotten Fire, uh, about 3.30ish. And I said, you know, hey, it'd be great to meet you guys uh, again and say hello real quick. Uh, I've got a lot of running to do because I've got to do a couple things this afternoon. But I want to stop by and say hi. They're going to be at a pub nearby my home. And I said, "Okay, great." You know, and they said, "Hey, do you want some chicken?" I'm like, "Like, like, I'm thinking it's a weird joke or something." No, today's National Fried Chicken Day.
1: I didn't know that. It's also the one-year anniversary of the Brewers trading for Rowdy Teles. So I don't know what kind of connection you want to make there, but I'll point that <laughs> out as fact.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, there is no correlation. I mean, I guess you could probably make a correlation should you choose to do so, but I don't think there's really one off the top of your head that you could make. Uh, but yeah, today is national chicken day, national fried chicken day. (laughs) There you go. Um, I, I don't know. The Brewers got their power hitting first baseman. Who's a big bird. I I don't know. I don't even know how to, to correlate that into something. With uh, Rowdy Teles being acquired by the Brewers one year ago, one year ago today as well. So, <laughs> oh man, Fred says, how long do we hear that Rogers and or Lafleur uh, state that we're not on the same page? Uh, I, I hope I don't hear it at all. I, you know, I get it if you say, "Hey, we weren't on the same page in that play." Okay, that that's forgivable. You understand that that happens, happens. To everybody, no big deal. But do I want to hear that continuously, or say, "Yeah, we're not on the same page yet"? Oh my God, don't don't say that. Uh, that 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 would be catastrophic in the uh, in the Bill Michaels sense that would be uh, an opportunity to absolutely positively blow you up. So, no, I, I hope I don't hear that at all. That would be uh, awful if they stated that. Let's put it that way. Um, this is from Barb. Barb says, yeah, how, how did you not know it was National Chicken Day? I, Barb, I don't know. I, I I don't follow what National Day it is. I guess we should put something on uh, every day to see what the day is because it seemed to be national something or some kind of ode to day, damn near every day now. Everybody's got their own day. Everything's got their own day. There's probably ten other things that are national whatever day today as well. I just It, it just is. You know? Ben,
1: is there a site that tells us what day it is every day? Oh. Oh, I'm sure there's one out there. I don't know if I want that, to. That sounds like a lot of work, Bill, honestly. You know? I'm trying to keep I up know, with right? where Aaron Rodgers is traveling during his off time. I can't also see when, you know, National Grilled right. Cheese Day is. Um, Let's see
0: here. July. Oh, here we go. July 6th. Today is National Fried Chicken Day and National Hand Roll Day. National Hand Roll Day.
1: I really don't care.
0: With the freshest flavor and style, the day encourages us to explore our senses by experiencing one of sushi's culinary pleasures on National Hand Roll Day. And they actually wrote it out phonetically. How to observe National Hand Roll Day. If you've never had a hand roll, July 6th is the day for you to try it. Head out to your freshest and favorite sushi restaurant and bring friends. Better yet, make your own with a sushi making kit. I do like sushi. Enjoy it as a meal or an appetizer. Tomorrow, though, uh, Ben, it's right up it, it's right up our alley tomorrow. Two different ways. First of all, National Marconi Day. Or no, excuse me. I'm sorry. Okay, I lied. It's Macaroni Day. (laughs) I thought Marconi was for for journalistic integrity. Instead, it's Macaroni Day. Okay, I misreported that already. Tomorrow is National Macaroni Day. Tomorrow is National Father-Daughter-Take-A-Walk-Together Day. Tomorrow is National Strawberry Sunday Day. Thank God for that. But Ben, tomorrow is National Dive Bar Day. Ah, we should be doing the show from a dive bar tomorrow. Uh, Then you've got National Chocolate with Almonds Day, Car Collector Appreciation Day, National Freezer Pop Day, National Dimple Day, National Sugar Cookie Day, Chronic Disease Day on July 10th. What the hell? Chronic Disease Day. Chronic Disease Day also coincides with the exact same day of National Pina Colada Day. Oh, two things that go together is a pina colada with a chronic disease. There you go. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay, I'm done. Because this is as stupid as stupid gets. Who comes up with this crap? There is actually a National Beans and Franks Day. Barbershop Quartet Music Appreciation Day. Yeah. National Grand Marnier Day. Mac and Cheese Day. Now, you would figure Mac and Cheese would actually be on the Macaroni Day, but it's not. Mac and Cheese has its own day. Uh Uh-oh. July 14th. Thank God I'm not here for this day. National Nude Day. Go all natural. Whip your hose out. Mike Clemens on the 14th of July should be hosting the program from Parts Unknown with Parts Unknown a bear. (laughs) Just. Oh, my God. There you go. There's National Corn Fritters Day. Toss away the could have, should have day. This is so dumb, but so fascinating. Uh, but I, I expect a full report on uh, the 15th about what happens on July 5- is, Ben, the minute we mention National Nude Day, here come the porn bots. <laughs> here come the porn bots over on the Bud Light live stream. Here come the yes! porn bots. There you go. The porn bots have made their way into the programming. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
1: just almost on cue.
0: Here come the porn bots.
1: I think we just got to the bottom of it, Bill. I, I uh, think every time we see them come to war, see, say the word,
0: yeah, every time we see the word naked or you say started it, it, it it happens. Yeah, it happens. Porn bots show up. Got it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. There you go. The porn bots show up. Okay, Uh 867 1670 If you want to hit us up, please feel free to do so. Uh, be careful if you're on the Bud Light live stream, uh, you're watching, and the porn bots get you because you can end up with herpes all over your computer. So be careful not to click on any of that stuff because it, it does happen every now and then. It can end up in the fingertips or anyplace else, so be careful. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. One full segment of crap left. Stay uh, Stick around. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back, Bill Michael Show. I am uh, completely fascinated, as we went to break, with the national days that are out there. Uh, Ben, are you going to enter your grandmother in the gorgeous grandma day on July 23rd? Which happens to coincide with the same day of the National Day of the Cowboy. Thank God this is the last segment. Yeah, there's National Amelia Earhart Day. Tequila Day resides the same day by the way, didn't know that, Um, there's all kinds of just weird stuff, you got to go to to one of these sites, it's the nationaldaycalendar.com, nationaldaycalendar.com, and uh, you can go and look at all this different stuff, it it is just mind-boggling that we have a national day for damn near everything, there's hot dog day, which does not coincide with chili dog day, by the way. And there's a National Junk Food Day and Cheesecake Day. I can't wait for those days in studio. we got to have like cheesecakes and junk food and candy and all kinds of crap. So there you go. Looking forward to that. But I want a full report after next July 14th, next week, uh, to see what happens. It's National, National Nude Day.
1: I'll let Ebo get... know. And they can cover yeah. that on the morning show. Then I'll yeah. just take whatever doesn't get them fired and replay it. Okay. Let them know about
0: that. I could do a uh, Facebook live from the, from the deck of the house, please out don't. By the lake. That would coincide with National Fishing Day since there would be a worm in.
2: <laughs> I can't even say it.
0: Oh my God. Uh, here's some you don't hear every day. Uh, there was a woman's <laughs> soccer player, the uh, Barbara Banda, the rising star in women's soccer, Captain of Zambia's national team. Uh, and also a uh, place for the Chinese club, the Shanghai Club, uh, not available this past weekend to play in the uh, Afcon opener. Afcon, the Afcon opener. Couldn't figure out why. They said some medical reasons. So they said, okay, she had to be sick. Turns out, nope, she could be a dude. Uh, reports emerged pre-tournament that uh, she's got natural testosterone levels that well exceed the set limits. By the governing bodies, and apparently they said, wait a minute, uh, she could have some uh, gender issues here we didn't know about. Just an FYI. Just throwing it out there. Today's day and age. Got to pay attention. 877 867 that just draws silence, doesn't it? What do you think of that, Ben? Just you. One day you wake up and you're like on your way to the soccer park, and next thing you know, you're a dude. Just not what you were thinking. I, I would assume. No comment. <laughs> Just, I'm like, how does that happen? How does nobody know that? But apparently, it happened. Oh well. Uh, also, the uh, the president of the United States has issued a uh, letter to Brittany Griner's wife, saying they're doing everything they can to get her out of the Russian prison. By the way. Um, Brittany Greiner, uh, wrote that emotional letter to president Biden, begging him for help. Um, don't know what the specifics are of all of that as of yet, but, uh, she is still being held and, uh, if found guilty in that Russian court, she could be there a long, long, long time. So we'll see, but not playing in the WNBA. That's for sure. Uh, this one is from um, boondog. Boondog says How do you play soccer all these years under the guise that you are a woman only to find out one day after a test that you're not? I, I have no idea. Look, I brought it up because it was just a, a different story that the, just all of a sudden she had high testosterone levels. They didn't know why. Could be a dude. Don't know. I, I, I don't go any further than that. I'm only I bring you I, I I bring you the information. What you do with it after the fact is completely and utterly up to you. It's just like the national days. And I pee myself occasionally. It can happen. Okay? Just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, Brent says, uh, if Aaron Rodgers says that he's not on the same page with those young wide receivers, will you have a brain aneurysm meltdown like you had earlier this year on the program? Um, Brent, I don't know. Uh, It happens every now and then. Sometimes things need to be said. You know? We'll see. It uh, just depends on the moment, the mood, the circumstance, the passion involved. Like I said, uh, during the regular season, there are certain things you can and cannot say. Uh, this year during the regular season, as much as I want to analyze the regular season and I want it to matter, and I do, uh, this season to me is all about the postseason. Just is. All about the postseason. 100%. And uh, Scott says, uh, going to the Brewers games over the weekend. Nope, Scott, not going to be there. Going to be on vacation starting tomorrow at two o'clock. See Gonski. Got a couple of friends staying at the house, and that's it. Out of town, off to parts unknown. Um, and uh, what is this? Uh, Joe Slim eighty three says uh, that is straight up from dodgeball. Straight up, when you're talking about uh, the test for the higher testosterone level, not knowing if it's a dude. Gotcha, Joe Slim eighty three. You are correct. There you go. Oh, my goodness, what a day. What a way to end the day. Uh, And this one's last but not least, and this is from Bet B-E-T-T, that says, what is the next product that Mike Clemens is going to review? Can't wait. Uh, We don't know. We talked about the potty putter, uh, and then things really fell off the rails on Friday after that. We have not revisited that, so maybe we'll do that during football season. We'll wait and see. That's it. And yes, we did shut down the porn bots—at least that round of them. But they do show up occasionally. Porn bots are like herpes, man. Every now and then they just pop up. You don't know when they're going to pop up, but they do. That'll do it. Ben, is there anything we didn't cover today? I think we've pretty much got all of it, right? One would hope. <laughs> for an enthusiastic Ben Kenny, I'm Bill Michaels. Time for us to get out of here. Have a great one. Till we talk again tomorrow. 20 hours away. Have it going. Woo! The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.